Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kozmeski. Today I'm interviewing Heather Ann Havenwood. She's a serial entrepreneur and regarded as a top authority on internet marketing and business strategies. She's been named top 50 must-follow women entrepreneurs for 2017 by Huffington Post. She is someone that has an incredible story of success and loss and success and happiness and just an amazing person. So thank you very much for being with us today, Heather. Thank you, Mary Beth. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about what you do right now and, you know, as a serial entrepreneur, but, you know, how you are operating right now in your business world. Sure. Absolutely. So thanks for having me. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So what does that mean? Right. So I have a couple of businesses that I run. I have a weight loss company here in Austin, Texas, as well as a supplement company online. Um, I have my coaching business where I teach people mainly how to take their business and sales to the next level in their business. But mainly my focus is, is, is information marketing. Well, what is that? Right. So how do you take your, inf- your knowledge that you maybe have learned from your degree or maybe you've learned from 10, 15 years or 20 years on the job. How do you take that and leverage that in what I call sell that in the world and leverage that? Um, that's been my, what I call my um, secret sauce since 2001 is, is information marketing. How do you basically take your information and leverage it over, you know, with one, two or 10 or 20 or hundred people. So we call that sometimes a speaker and from in speaker and author world. Yes. And no. I mean, so what I focus on now is helping people leverage their time through, you know, information marketing. So that's really what I do now. Got it. Well, I know that you've been called the quote wizard behind the yes. curtain. So what's that? <laughs> so what that means is what's happened over the years since 2001 is I was behind the scenes where I would have people come to me and say, Hey, I'm really good at, um, and back in the day it was real estate. So I know how to buy and sell houses. I know how to teach people how to do stock market. And so I would say, great. Well, we need to create a course around now. So I was the one behind the scenes helping develop the course, helping develop the seminar, like the teaching three or four day seminar, helping develop the masterminds, all those pieces now that we, you know, hear so much about coaching, masterminds, seminars, coaching programs, uh, events, things like that. That's what I used to do for other people, right? Behind the scenes. So I built a business in, in 2005 with one of my business partners from zero to a million dollars in one year. And he came to me and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm a lawyer by day, but you know, during the weekend and whatnot, I've been like buying and selling houses for like 10 years. I'm really good at it. I want to teach other people how to do that. How do I help other people do that? Like, how do I get in that world? Cause what's interesting is that whatever world you're in, right? What it could be anything, real estate investing to, um, how to sew or how to knit, whatever. There's a different world when you take it into now I'm going to teach people how to do the thing I do. Right. There's like, a, there's the education piece and that's what I help people do. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so talk a little bit about, I know that one of the things that we find, I think, just as people, as regular humans, is to yeah. see someone achieve great success and go, wow. And then, I mean, your story is one that's a personal one where you achieved great success, then some other things happened that weren't so great, and then you achieve success again. Talk about how, talk about what that was that happened and how you navigated through this sort of volatile volatility in your life. 
You know, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. Um, I think my story starts a little bit like most a lot of people. Um, I started in corporate America back in the day as one of my twenties. And I was told at a young age that, you know, you go, you go get your degree and then you work for a company and you make them money and they give you part of that and you're happy. Like that's just, you know, like how I thought life was. And so, um, I did very well. I worked for SBC Global in my 20s, early 20s in, in North Texas. And I became number one in the country at 10,000 reps. And after uh, after being there for four years, which was business to business outside sales. And that was like, you're a senior you know, after four years in yeah. that business. And I was one of the only, I was only female, actually. Um, I was the only female in the particular business to business. My, the females that were in the, that were in the office were like customer service or support, right? So here I am 25 years old. And then, um, I get my pat on the head. Congratulations. You're number one in the country. And then I, um, I get fired and it really threw me, right? It really threw me for a loop because I thought, huh, I thought that's like what you're supposed to do. So it threw me into, it started my journey entrepreneurship. Like all I knew is I didn't want that. And so I actually started into the entrepreneurship world and I uh, bumped along, along the way. And then back in 2005 and six, I started, um, I had again, a client come to me and say, Hey, let's build this business, this information marketing business. I've been in consulting in for so many years. I said, great, let's do it. So we went from zero to a million dollars in one year. And things were great, right? And then, um, then, you know, one of these things, like, then I came home one day and then everything was gone. <laughs> came back to the office one day, everything was gone. Birch accounts were closed and bank accounts were emptied and like everything's gone, like overnight. And it threw me into massive bankruptcy and foreclosure. This is right in the start of 2007, right? So when the market, if you remember back in the day, this market was falling, um, and, uh, lost my house and, lost everything, lived out of my car with my dog and cell phone for a couple of years on people's couches. That was really the turning point for me of you know, what is this all about? What, what are we, what are we doing here? Should I just go get a job? What, what's the point of entrepreneurship? Like this is, you know, this is crazy. I'm smarter than this. There was a lot of stuff going on in my head and I had to really kind of go deep um, into myself and soul and figure out, you know, what, is the purpose of business and entrepreneurship? Is it just to make money and always to have a life or, you know, what is that? So uh, that's when I wrote my book, Sexy Boss. And I call it my journey from bankruptcy to sexy boss. And it was kind of a story of me uh, tapping into who I really am and what I'm really good at and how, um, how I build a business about help, about helping people. And so now it's interesting. The number one thing I learned from that particular massive, you know, catastrophe is, is this, here's the lesson. I never gave myself permission to fail ever. And that was the moment. My friend of mine who I'm like, I was in tears. It was like a year into it. Right. I'm still dealing with the the legalities and my friends like, here, write this, write this down. And I'm like writing down and through my tears. He's like, I Heather give myself full permission to fail. And I could barely write it. And I realized in that moment, you know, ever since kindergarten, right? Don't, don't fail. You can't go with your friend to first, the first grade. Don't, don't fail second grade. Can't go to third grade. On and on it goes. And then in business, it's like, go fail. <laughs> go try something and see if it works. Right. And so it against what we think, right? Right. Completely against what we think. And so here I am, massive failures in my face. And that's when I realized, and he said to me, Heather, there's no way you're going to succeed again unless you give yourself full permission to fail. Right. So that's when I was like, okay, got it. So now, you know, years later, looking back, of course, when I, when I say serial entrepreneur, I really mean that. 
I mean, I'll create something and sometimes it doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, it doesn't like bother me, you know, it's not attached to it. It's, it's a creation and it's a, it's a freedom mentally that you can create, uh, you know, sales funnels or marketing funnels or a new product or whatever. And if it quote unquote fails, as we call it, like doesn't work in the marketplace, it's not a failure on oneself, right. Or failure on the business. So. so let me ask you this, going back a little bit, sure. um, how did you, if you were number one salesperson, how yeah. did you get fired and what did you learn <laughs> from that experience? It was, <laughs> so let me give you a little, so I was 25. Okay. I was young. It was corporate. It was high, it was high in corporate, you know, business to business sales. And I was focusing on numbers, right? So I was focused on just get my quota and I was beating all the big boys and I was beating all the, I was in Fort Worth, Texas. And I was beating people in LA and New York. And so I was like feeling proud about myself and beating my chest over there. Right. What I didn't understand was corporate America and I didn't understand politics and I didn't understand a boss and boss's boss. And I had to like rub shoulders with, like, I wasn't hanging out with the boys going having a cocktail, you know what I mean? At the night and hanging out with them and like being buddies. I didn't, I like, I went home. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. So that's a lot of what happened. It was a, it was politics. It was internal politics. And that was my, I kind of a, a welcome to the real world, Heather, you know, it's more, it's not just, you doing well for the business. There's also internal politics. And I didn't do very well with that. And um, I still don't. That's why I think I'm a great entrepreneur. Because I got my little world and I make money and I create results. And, you know, you won't hire me again if I don't create results. And I'm good with that. You know, I'm not very good at politics, I guess. So that's what happened. Well, interesting. I mean, I think that that is something that we all sort of learn that. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, entrepreneurs, we have more ability to not have to follow all the political rules. Right. But still, you know, there are those rules that are out there. And if we're working, you know, so in my firm, uh, we work with corporations. And so I don't have to play the internal politics. Right. But I certainly have to be aware of what's happening and be cognizant of that um, because it's really important to them internally. So here's another question. So when you showed up at your office and everything was gone, what, what happened? What, how did that happen? Well, there's this thing called, um, contracts that I didn't, you know, I was so focused on, let's just build this thing. This is exciting. I didn't really, now I have a lawyer. Now I, now I have a lawyer. I could call any time to look at my contract. Uh, back then, again, these are lessons. I was like, well, I look at my contract and he was a lawyer. My part, my business part at the time was a lawyer. And so when he emptied the bank accounts and, and left me with all the debt, um, there was really no way for me to go where there was, he kind of put me in a corner. So what I realized in that situation was, you know, be more savvy with your contracts, make sure you have, um, things in place where you're covering your, yourself, even though you're in business with somebody and this is partnership 50, 50, um, that was a wake up call as well. I mean, you know, so it's, it's interesting. I, year about a year later about a year later interesting enough i reached out to a gentleman that i worked for for a period of time that was just he was a major entrepreneur in in the area in orlando multi multi-millionaire and i reached out to his office i'm broke right i reached out to his office and i get an appointment with him like 10 minutes for coffee or something and i sit down with him and i tell him what i did i tell him what what i created what everything and i tell him this whole story and i go what did i do wrong what did I do wrong? And uh, he looks at me and goes, you did nothing wrong. The only thing you did wrong was your contract. Here's where you messed up, right? He just showed me. 
And he goes, but what you did is you built this whole company from scratch and zero to a million dollars. I mean, that is a success. I want you to take that away from this meeting that that was a success. And you had a, you know, you had a business, bad business partner. Can't always, uh, life lesson, right? So yeah, it was okay. an interesting conversation. I'm, thank God he bought the coffee, right? So <laughs> he bought my coffee that day as well. Thank God. So. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you, I think this is what happens when you're an entrepreneur. I call it getting hit. It's like the NFL. I mean, you can't get upset if you get, if you're an NFL player and you get hit, you, that's what happens. You get hit. It's like, well, you know, and I would actually be concerned if I met an NFL player, he never got hit. I would be concerned if I ever met a business person and they never got hit on some level. Right. Be like, Oh, hmm. Wonder if you're playing well, that's hard exactly right. Cause you're not doing enough, but yeah. you know, I think what you're talking about is really essential to be successful as an entrepreneur, yes. because oftentimes we as entrepreneurs make decisions based on emotion oh, yeah. and you know, we've got to make this thing work. This is my baby, that kind right. of thing. Right. Yeah, and talk about so. I mean, you went through some um, some ups and downs that led I you did. to being. It sounds like less emotional about the outcomes. Um, although you're probably still working hard, or if not harder. But how did you get to the point where it didn't matter if you failed as much as as what? Someone asked me that recently. It's so interesting you asked that. They go, God, you you. How do you do that? How do you not attach yourselves as much? Um, it's not that I'm a pro- pragmatic person. I'm not. I'm very, I'm a, what I consider myself an obsessive emotional person, I guess. Um, I look at it through different lenses now. It's a business conversation, right? It's um, what's happening, what's not happening, what's working, what's not working. How can we fix it? Can we go forward? Does the marketplace want this or not? I mean, that I just look at things newly that way. And sometimes it does work. Sometimes we need to tweak it. Sometimes it's just like, well, maybe it's not right timing. I mean, timing and, and niches and conversations and messaging to market, all those things come into play. And then there's a conversation that I'm not a big fan of personally is follow your passion. The money will come. Well, maybe, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe not. Right. So, I mean, what my passion is walk, walk the dog. (laughs) They're going to make money on that. Right. So maybe, maybe I should walk other people's dogs possibly, but is it something that is going to work at the time of of the timing? Right. I remember when I, at the time of the bankruptcy, I'm sitting here in Marco Island and this is 2008 and nine. If y'all kind of remember eight and nine, Florida and Nevada and Arizona were flat. I mean, it was, you walked on the street and houses were empty. Okay. It was it, no Starbucks. They closed Starbucks. I mean, for God bid, right? So um, you close Starbucks, you know, things are bad, right? So there's closing the Starbucks and there was no jobs. Um, when you went to Starbucks, Starbucks was full of people just sitting there all day because they had nothing to do. I mean, this is the kind of world I lived in. So yeah. Can you create a business in that environment? Maybe. I don't know if it's the best time, you know, so you have to look at all different aspects from it, from a business perspective and not so emotional. I don't know. Yeah, it came I from time. It. It's yeah. used to not be as emotional about what it is that is happening. And I think that, I mean, we work with a lot of financial professionals and sure. one of their biggest, I guess, assets is to be able to help people not make right. mistakes. You know, don't, don't take all your money out of the market at this time or don't do that. And it's one of the yeah. things you go, Okay, well, they should know that, but our emotions take over. We make bad decisions and we can lose money because of that. But it's the same thing that you're talking about. And I think it's really 
I think it's really interesting. So you're very inspiring um, with your story and all the things that you're doing. How can people reach you and find out more about the things that you're doing, Heather? Thank you for that. I just want to touch on one thing you said is that that's why I'm one of my clients um, hire me is because I can give that perspective as the financial advisors. I can give that perspective on their business, right? So they can stop working inside their business as much, but also they have a person that's what I call third party, right? To look at something and go, Hey, is this the best decision for you? I don't know. Let's have a conversation about it. Uh, Non-emotional, right? So that's one of the things I do a lot with my clients and you can check me out at heatherhavenwood.com and the upper right-hand corner says work with Heather. I'd love to have a conversation with you to see how I can support and help you and grow your business. Um, as well as my book, Sexy Boss Inc. You're welcome to check that out as well. If you go to that website, sexybossinc.com, and you opt in, you get three free chapters of my audiobook. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for oh, joining us you. today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. It was a fun interview. It was very different. So thank you. I loved it. Well, you are welcome and inspiring. So have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.